Grace, mercy, and peace be with you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. Alleluia! Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. So I found out today that it actually started in Italy. It wasn't something native to Quebec, but it was an Italian who was living here in Quebec and who saw what her family was going through that brought the concept here. And over the last two to three weeks, it's appeared everywhere on windows of homes, on the entrances into nursing facilities and hospitals, even on the backs of police cars. And it's a rainbow with the words in French, ça va bien passer. It's going to be okay. I had originally thought that maybe it was more connected with what the premier was constantly saying at his daily press conferences around one o'clock every afternoon, where at the end of giving the bilan, the, the write-up of everything that had happened that day, the number of people in ICU beds or the number of people who had passed away, he would say, but we have to keep it up. We're strong people. We can keep our distance. We're going to keep things temporarily shut down. And as long as we hang together, Ça va bien passer. It's going to be okay. The very beginning of the Easter Vigil service, we start with that great reading from Genesis. And I know my mom is on the call. She will remember at St. Ansgar's here in Montreal, we had an older gentleman in the church, Danish man, trained in drama. And he had one of those deep bass voices. Not say anything against Dr. Just reading, which was great. But when he would stand up, and look at all of us and say, and God said, let there be light. He had your attention. And that reading always grabs your attention because everything in it is good. Everything in it is all right. At the end of every day, God looks around and says, this is going to be great. Everything is going to be okay. The birds are the right birds. The fish are the right fish. The trees are in the right place. Everything is fantastic. Then we get the second reading, and the third, and the fourth, and the fifth, and so on, and so on, and so on. And at every reading, if you picked up the pattern, it starts out with something most definitely not going well, not being okay. Whether it is the flood, where every evil inclination of man's heart was only evil all the time, or whether it was Abraham, God having to see whether this man would really trust him whether it was fleeing from an army out of Egypt, whether it was hearts of stone where there should be hearts of flesh, whether it was the idolatry of God's people or dry bones laying on a valley floor, something is most definitely not going right. But also encapsulated in each and every reading is the gospel, that God shows up and he acts and he makes it so that it's going to be all right. He provides a ram. He rescues Noah and his family and two of every kind of animal plus the clean animals. He takes hearts of stone out of us and puts in hearts of flesh. He takes dry bones and makes them come back together and breathes into them the breath of life. And yes, he takes three young men who decided not to be idolaters and rescues them out of the fiery furnace. And of course, in these last great three days, the culmination of what those were only small types of, God sending his one and only son into our flesh to die on a cross and then be raised again on the third day.
taking a horrible situation, Good Friday, in which the disciples were convinced that no way, no how, could this bien passé, could this turn out right, and bring Easter on the other side, and their resurrected Lord. All of which is to say that this is what Easter is really all about. It's about looking at a situation that is not good and seeing how God is going to make it right in the end. As we live through this shutdown, this quarantine, this virus that has so many unknowns attached to it, people are asking us, where's God in the midst of all these things? I heard an interview, uh, a podcast uh, the other day, talking about how religious people were dealing with this whole COVID-19 crisis. And clearly they did not talk to a confessional Lutheran because there were really only two things that the religious leaders seemed to be good for. One is they had no answer for the virus. Or secondly, they had no answer for the virus, but could at least bring people some comfort. My way of thinking, and I hope it's yours too, and it's an Easter way of thinking. If your philosophy or religion can't give an answer to people going through a situation like the one the world is going through right now, it doesn't deserve to be preached. And if your philosophy or religion cannot give an answer to where this virus fits into God's grand scheme of things, neither can you offer any comfort, except for a comfort that's cold. The comfort that you and I have to offer the world right now is the comfort of the cross and the empty tomb, that God knows full well that things in this world are not right. They're not right in us, they're not right around us, and the demonic forces that are at work are not right either. And each and one, every one of these things finds its resolution and its defeat at the cross. And we find our hope and our vision for the future in every one of these things in the empty tomb. By my quote in closing, the head of state of a great many of us who are gathered here on this call, not all, but, but a great many, Her Majesty the Queen, as dark as death can be, light and life are greater. The discovery of the risen Christ on the first Easter day gave his followers new hope and fresh purpose and we can all take heart from this. She went on to say, this Easter will be different for many of us, but by keeping apart, we keep each other safe. But Easter isn't canceled. Indeed, we need Easter as much as ever. As darkness falls on the Saturday before Easter day, many Christians would normally light candles together. In church, one light would pass to another spreading slowly and then more rapidly as more candles are lit. It's a way, Her Majesty said, of showing how the good news of Christ's resurrection has been passed on from the first Easter by every generation until now. Our candles have now been lit again with the hope and the promise of Christ's resurrection. And so we say one more time as we will repeat it throughout this season, Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. <laughs>